Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Glamour. Hey, it's okay. I say fabulous. Don't want to oversell it. We'll see how we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to you all. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Joe Elvin. I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour, and I'm joined today. I'm basically the meat in a red-headed sandwich. What, yep. a, what a glorious place to be that is. Yelp away. <laughs> I like it. So today I'm joined by Glamour's wonderful social media editor and podcast producer, Kat Brown. Hello. hello. And to her right is uh, the beautiful red-headed robot, Angela Scanlon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. Like, in. I should have done more robotic voice. <laughs> I didn't know really what to go. I'm gonna for. get in trouble. Everyone's gonna be really offended if I say you sounded like a little leprechaun. <laughs> but you did, did didn't I you? Did. Sorry, I kind of did it on purpose. I was just in the wrong mode. Beautiful, wonderful yeah. TV presenter, Irish Angela. How are you? Irish Angela. Yeah. I'm very well, thanks. Yeah. How are you? I'm surprised. I've been listening to uh, your podcast, and I've been told about this horrid little cupboard and this is quite a nifty room you've got here yeah you sound bigger than my flat in fact you need to get right on the microphone because otherwise you sound like we've stuck you in a tin oh, bin really? somewhere it's which, in my mouth yeah there i feel a bit we could record 19 podcasts at the same time in here compared to the yeah. space that we used to whose mouth was on my mic before that it was just everywhere. But we'll never get any work done because you two both sound so sexy right now. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm very distracted. And deep breathing down yeah. the podcast. Yeah, it is a little bit. <laughs> um, I, sorry, this is slightly off topic, but, well, we're not on topic yet, but basically. We, we, I, we will never get on topic, guys. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Just with the idea that somebody's, you know, drool was on this and I'm quite intimate with it in the moment mm. I was in a cafe this morning you know the one with the nice wooden tables and preserves left on it with chocolate and nice jams and no, honey no, no. and stuff see we're not fancy people off the telly we don't go no, to no, such no. establishments it's the but... one down the road right. Pan Le Cotidien that's oh. how I say it because it sounds posh but oh, it's a chain. oh I say you know the Pan one? Le Quotidien okay because I'm pro- from Australia <laughs> that's probably right yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't speak French I believe that's the proper French <laughs> okay, if it's not yet I'm not yeah. acquainted with it frankly okay. yeah yep. yeah it's across the road from Pret but anyway <laughs> this dude sat down and he was with another guy and the lady came over and went through the whole menu and 
he spoke on the phone the entire time that she explained the menu and then he said sorry can you do that again sorry I was on the phone and then I watched him because I was kind of a bit peeved with him for being so rude to her and then he got a spoon and he went into the the Nutella like a posh Nutella and took it out and started eating it okay and I thought cool but I'm not sure where this is going and I watched him and I and I was ready to say to him he he tried to double dip the public chocolate spread by sticking his like drooly spoon back I in mean, the thing. I did stop him. This is like, why you will never see. This is exactly why I never go for the communal condiments because mm. I know that there are those absolute bastards out there yeah. who double dip on a regular basis. Yeah. And I'm just I, I'm too Howard Hughes about the whole well, thing. I can't do that. Natalia horror story. Your mm. microphone is actually box fresh. You oh, are yay. the second person to have used it. Well, that's not box fresh. Who's the person? Who used Don't it tell her. That's true. <laughs> it was no. that Natalia guy. <laughs> He came in and said there was this really horrible woman who was just staring at me. Her microphone, yeah. just to really God, yeah, we just got it. a terrible second-hand yeah. microphone. Yeah. Be good for when we get on Christmas presents. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's you know, it's media. There's not much money in media anymore. We had to go for the cheap microphones. So sorry, Angela. Just give it a wipe and get on with it. Okay, I'm in. But so, in. thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm honestly, I'm glad you're here. Honest. <laughs> Sounds a little yeah. bit more convincing. <laughs> uh, Nutella issues aside, how are you? What's going on in your life? I'm uh, very well. I feel like I, I, I'm dressed like Maggie Smith from Lady in the Van. Well, I'm it's telling you, of... Maggie Smith is looking hot and on trend. Thanks, babe. Did you see my yeah. hiking boots? I love them. I saw um, Max look at them in your office earlier on with a slight kind of what the fuck are they? I, I think you've got, with your boyfriend jeans, at polo neck, and the desert boots. I think you've got a slightly come on Eileen video vibe. And that's a good I'm thing. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I feel I like I should hashtag your one uh, clothes my husband hates. Oh yeah. He definitely hates your clothes. Mm. And that's a good thing. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm into that. It's man repeller but vibe. I think that he, I really want your necklace that says bam. Mm. Because that's, that's in the, in the vein on in the sort of like the realm of novelty clothes that my husband really doesn't like yeah okay yeah just to really piss him off yeah and he says to me you're just choosing things now just to piss me off aren't you and i'm saying yeah basically yeah and i yeah yeah Yeah. it's because i've started boxing that i wear this necklace i mean you know they're kind of connected does it help the tv the the technique uh no but it helps me kind of get fired up yeah, I boxing's like massive now, isn't yeah. it? One of my friends has taken it up, and every now and then she gives me like a back selfie, it's and I'm just exhausting. like, "Where did that come from?" It's, it's so hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it hurts your knuckles. Really hurts yeah. them, and they're kind of like yeah. yellowy and bruised, which yeah. I'm a little bit into. I look down every so often, and they're kind of yeah, it's a bit rough looking. <laughs> it's proof of something that you've done, which is fantastic. It's, like, it's better than know, a boring old like broken sprained <laughs> knee or when, something. Yeah, and so it, if the telly goes wrong, yeah. or anything happens, you, know, you, you can just get into bare knuckle fighting totally. and sort of like be a or like UFC. Conor McGregor, yeah. you've seen him, Million Dollar Baby, redhead. or maybe not Million Dollar Baby. That didn't end so well. But, no, um, yeah, no. But yeah. one of my fa- all of uh, boxing films are my favourite. When I was a kid, I used to watch Rocky back to back, and I did at <laughs> one point with my best mate have a little track in the back garden where we dragged a tyre behind us to get fit oh, oh sweet yeah I mean I'm not fit now <laughs> but where would you do it Victoria Park me in a tyre it'd be really embarrassing oh, I love that story mm. I want to see the photographic evidence yeah you know that. it was back in the day so you're doing the one show I am how's yes. it going uh, it's been so I've been working with them for a year and it's been really good it's, it's an like eclectic little, little show isn't it <laughs> yes it yeah. is <laughs> it is eclectic <laughs> is the word for it it's yeah a, yeah, a kind of wonderful mishmash of 
stories and humans and yeah, what, I love what it. do you think has been your favorite sort of you know there are so many moments on the one show that are sort of like peak one show in, <clears> in the sort of like a topic that you would never have thought was an idea and somehow they make it an amazing five to seven minutes of television what have yes. you thought I can't believe we're actually talking about this I mean there, there's lots of them and that's what I think is so special about the one show the thing, you never know what you're going to get yeah. and, and also those things don't necessarily have a home anywhere else and somehow yeah. all together they just work but probably my favourite moment on the one show was lighting of the beacons for uh, the Queen's birthday and it was a live OB from a hill in Somerset and it, as live TV often <laughs> goes, wrong. And so we had a 93-year-old woman lighting the beacon. And so I was standing in the truck. We were waiting. We had all of it prepped. I had been up there a couple of days before with the farmers dragging twigs around. Not twigs, but like poles and big stuff. And building this beacon. And we got a call, basically. We were supposed to be 15 minutes away from going live. And then they said, uh, we need you in one minute. And I literally leapt out of the truck, running through this very uneven field. And thankfully, was was hanging around there. And yeah, 93-year-old artist who was tough as nails. And we we lit the bonfire. And we were kind of keen that it would make an impact. I'm getting really worried about what's going to happen to this 93-year-old. <laughs> Flammable, right? Yes. <laughs> so we lit it. And as um, it took off quite quickly, mm. more quickly than we anticipated. And it was kind of like this, I mean, burning fire when it's at that level is quite intense and a bit scary. Anyway, I tried to, you know, open it with, hi, we're here in Somerset. We're, you know, on the top of whatever hill. It's the Queen's birthday. And meanwhile, Anne is kind of, like a moth to the flame going this is the lady yeah closer yeah. and closer with her giant stick trying to you know make it burn and and she's really stubborn and you know hard like a 93 year old well, woman you don't you don't get to 93 to exactly. without being and you know a yeah. take no prisoners and, and yeah. stubborn and she was yeah. like i am not so i started kind of gripping her by the arm and, <laughs> and trying to pull her away from this flame that was kind of getting a bit lively <laughs> and she she was having none of it she she didn't want my help she was, oh Anne. yeah so I had to kind of like you know drag her along um away from the flame anyway we thought okay that was funny and it all went down really quickly and then as soon as we got off air my phone just went absolutely mental because the perspective on TV made it look much worse than it was in reality so it was you know warm but it made it look like I was actually shoving her in the fire (laughs) (laughs) we got off and Twitter was going nuts and they're like they're burning a night they're burning old women at the stake on the one show it's what Liz would have wanted and well you know BBC has really run out of ideas I mean you know I mean it's hard to stay creative on the Queen's birthday celebrations you've got to mix it up you know yeah chuck an old woman on the fire (laughs) yeah anyway that's my favourite one how is Anne anyway she's fabulous but actually they did have to go out the next day and say P.S. Anne's fine this is not a real life Hansel and Gretel situation it's fine (laughs) no no wicker men to see here yeah she's fine Anne is is fine so I'd imagine there's a few pyrotechnic issues on um, Robot Wars as well which is your other yeah sort of I like fixture. fire. Yeah. Yeah, weird. My dad is also obsessed and my brother-in-law. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a family thing. 
I love the fire on Robot Wars. Basically, it's one of my absolute faves. I love that program so much when I was when I I say little, basically just when I was younger, and and when it came back, I was just like, what if the robots are like really swanky? It's like no, they all still look like they've been converted out of Hoovers. (laughs) If one of them falls in a hole, then it's game over. It's just the most amazing Hangover TV. It is. It's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And also, it connects me with my nephew. Really funny. When I finished filming the first series, the foam fingers, which are gold dust, and you know, have a three, two, one activate, and in the pit written on them, I brought home to him. And I said, "Oh, here's a foam finger." And he looked at it and he said, "Give it to Fia. It's his younger sister." Oh no! Feel really uncool. You were so cheeky. Anyway, as soon as the show went out, he was obsessed with it, and the foam finger is pride and joy. In and his how many life. have you eBayed? I have. I only took one, mm-hmm. and I gave one to a, a friend of mine for her nephew, who was really into the, the show as well. But I, I need to steal more. Oh, lucky time. nephews! I know. <laughs> I want a big foam finger. I could really put that to use in the glamour office. I can tell you, <laughs> maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you foam finger. Yeah, get yeah. your work done. And so, tell me, you've got a Christmas special coming up for Robot Wars? Yes, celebrities creating robots of their dreams, and then you oh. know bashing them in seconds that is going to be i'm going to pour myself the biggest baileys it's going to be the size of my head and i'm going to watch robot wars so think of me i will yeah i'll be also drinking baileys or baileys and brandy together nice if you're into that for christmas yeah i don't know if the elven household's ready for me to have a brandy and a baileys together i think think christmas is the perfect time to test end up with a big turkey bonfire right there Hey, it's okay. Angela, you are the one who's listened to the podcast. I'm only kidding. There's loads of people listening, but I know you have listened (laughs) Uh to the podcast. And so you know that we kind of like debate these topics that Mm -hmm. are always very heated discussions, particularly in Glamour Features meetings. And one of the first ones I want to talk about is, is it okay to be one of those people who's quote unquote, just being honest Oh my God, I say no. I think there's such a thing as too much honesty and I think we've all been a victim of it at some point or another. The thing that came up for me and I ended up having a debate with a friend I was with, I was at the Paris fashion shows. We all care very deeply about what we're wearing when we're at the shows. You don't want to be the person who's got the naff outfit, you know, so you think about it a lot. And I had on a very nice suit. It was a favorite of mine. I was like, had compliments on it all day, feeling validated, very nice. About four o'clock in the afternoon, a guy I don't really know very well comes running up to me outside the steps of a show and says, Joe, 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 I just think you should know you've got a hole in the backside of your trousers. So mm. I'd been sort of like walking around all day with a big old hole oh. in my trousers. Now, the thing is, it was like she, the friend I was with, said, oh, I just think that's so rude. And I was thinking, well, maybe he just thought he was doing me a favor by telling me. She said, but there's nothing you can do about it. So it's not being nice. I mean, what do you think? But Well, had she seen it? And when he came up and was like, you've got a hole in your ass, you were like, dude, why didn't you tell me earlier on? <laughs> I think I did. And she said... She sort of like studied it. And in fairness, it was quite a tiny hole. Okay, so it didn't matter. Yeah. So did he need to run up and make such a show about it? Because that's what I think yeah. is part of the, so do you think the difference between honesty and just being honest. Do you think that's being, being spite? Do you think that's spiteful? It's certainly being a little bit of a making a show out of something. Because it's just like, you don't sprint down the street no. to go... God, the worst things happen. You've got a tiny, almost invisible hole in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and also I think there's ways of doing it discreetly that suggest it's out of a place of kindness rather than kind of, eh, state of you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. but I'm, I like honesty. 
What, even brutal honesty? Well, brutal-ish honesty. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I just, I mean, I suppose I look at honesty as the opposite of falsity. And I suppose yeah. I, I am much more drawn to people who are direct and straight with me than people who dress I, things up. So that's more being genuine, isn't it? Is it? Okay, like, fine. I, I, th- I think I would totally take somebody telling me that I'd, you know, got, I mean, I very, very often end up with red wine around my mouth or chocolates on my nose or that's something true. in this office. Yeah. Just, yeah. But I mean, it's just for later, no? Exactly, obviously. Yeah. But, and, and I never mind, obviously, when people tell me, because I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, get rid of these weird toddler horns and stuff. But there is, you can always hear that sort of sting that comes from somebody just going, I just thought you should know. Yeah, no, just that's not honest. nice. And I'm like... It, it, it definitely depends who it is. Mm. I mean, I, I've i got a very small circle of trusty people I want to hear brutal truths from. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't extend much beyond my husband. You know, <laughs> I'm quite happy to... You know, because I... And I, like, I know that he's always got my interests at heart in telling yeah. me the truth. But then you go to the other end of the spectrum and somebody telling you... Um, you know, you looked awful or you said something stupid on Twitter and it's like, well, I'm just being honest. I thought yeah. you'd appreciate no, me being like honest. That. It's like, mm. there's a yeah. lot of that on Twitter as well. Yeah. Isn't See, I think Twitter has opened the floodgates because it yeah. allows people all the time to remark on things and they actually think they're an authority and that you are open to hearing I'm, I'm forever what they having, want to say. I'm forever having to remind myself that opinions aren't facts because there's a lot of people out there who think an opinion is a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do think you're right in that it's, it's kind of the delivery. I remember I had been away for a summer with a bunch of friends and we'd, you know, when girls are all together, we'd been, you know, chowing down on on the food quite a bit. And so I came back, my ex-boyfriend, we went to his house and I saw his mum, who I actually got on really well with, but she's a strong and honest woman. And she was sick at the time in bed, you know, a cold, nothing serious. And I I walked into the room to say hi. And she said, wow, you... Uh, you got really fat in the face. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and my instant reaction was, yeah, well, you're not looking too hot yourself. Did you say that? I did. <laughs> I did. And he was just like, what the hell was that about? You can't like attack my mother. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure she attacked me first. So yeah, sometimes my mouth and my brain are, you know, it just comes out before I realize that it may cause offense. Oh, I like that though, because <laughs> when people say things like that to me, my, I, I go numb with shock, and I've, yeah. and, I, and then it's two days later. I think of the yeah, well, that I, that I should have said. <laughs> so yeah, well, I had to apologise for that, so maybe Why? it's good. <laughs> well, I know she, was she apologised to me too? I oh, instigated the apology. A mutual apology, I think. Mutual is apology. Totally fine. Yeah, but but then yeah. by then she's told you you've got fat. In I know, face. and I'm so, already paranoid about my yeah. public appearances <laughs> at a twenty-first down the road in a cow shed or wherever. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I don't know what else to add to that. It's like, it's. I just feel like, I, I do think that there's a weird kind of premium placed on honesty, which I just don't think it's always the most the valuable. Policy. No, and it also virtue. seems to be like, I'm just giving you my honest opinion. It's like, well, your opinion is not made of gold and yeah. it's not a really expensive thing from Liberty and therefore it holds no intrinsic value to me. So and and especially fine. if I'm looking tired, just lie to me <gasps> because my God, I think that that's code for, you know, it's always dressed up as concern yeah. and actually it's just telling you you look you like look shit. so tired. I'm like, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah. 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 So. Who asked you? Yeah. For your opinion and your honesty. Yeah, just it, give a nice Vaseline, soft focus I, approach I to everything. I just agree. Yeah. Lie yeah. to me about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ladies, sorry, some people hate ladies, don't they? I Why? love ladies, I don't know. Beyonce ladies. says it, so I'm fine with it. So ladies, I want to talk about face-to-face interaction and is it okay to kind of be allergic in this day and age to talking to people face to face and I do I'm guilty I've got friends who are only my friends online and usually that works for both of us occasionally there's somebody who wants to meet and I'm kind of a bit struck with terror because what if it just is a bit awkward and just doesn't work in real life what do you think? I, yeah, face to face, it's a tricky one. I think it depends on the day, it depends on the mood, depends on the person. I flip between being loving face to face. When I'm in it with anybody, I usually enjoy it. But the, the idea of it sometimes freaks me out. Mm. I, think I have to of, really work myself yeah. up to it. And like you were saying, it depends on the day, it depends on your mood and mm. everything. But I think it really depends on the circumstance now as well. Yeah. So one thing that I've been thinking about uh, for an article that I was writing recently was about like old school networking, which obviously in journalism is a huge part of how you get to meet people. And I remember when I was 22 and had just moved to London, going along to loads of the, these events, and I was working on a film magazine, and like every other young kid there was on a newspaper and was really proud of that fact and let you know all about it. So I'd basically tell turn up for about 10 minutes, perhaps try and talk to somebody, feel horribly out of my depth and then mm. scuttle off home. So it's been brilliant since then to have something like Twitter, for example, that lets you just sort of build up those relationships, not not in a sort of like, I'm watching you on the internet sort of way, but you get to chat to people and, and share interesting and, things. And craft a pithy reply. <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 Only 140 With characters. With time on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. also it does kind of lay, almost lay the foundations because I think everyone's so busy now that actually allowing yourself to have those relationships online and then, you know, they elevate to face to face. Here's something, I mean, this may be stretching some way, but we, we were talking recently in a Glamour Features meeting about millennials are having the least sex of any generation really? apparently yeah they're just not they're not getting down to it because they send pictures of each other naked but well, don't I think do the because deed. they're living in virtual reality they're living on tinder they're not meeting in bars the way that you know 
old birds like me did. Do you know what I mean? And I just wonder if that's a, a symptom of this new... I'm always a bit shady about polls like those, to be honest. Mostly because I love a poll. Oh, I love don't, a questionnaire. Don't my and I'm, theory, and I'm, never, I'm never invited to take part in these polls. Yeah. So but, um, I, th- I think, again, it just depends on the person, really, doesn't um, it? If it's a millennials poll, then how old are they? Yeah, well, this is the thing. I, I keep saying millennials. I think it's anywhere from... 16 to 25 ish. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. okay. What do they call yeah. the snow snowflake era? Snowflake oh, no, generation? They, they don't like that. I know. Sorry, millennials. She said it. I didn't. No, I do, I'm <laughs> yeah. just really curious about, yeah. you know, about that theory. And it kind of feels somewhat related. That idea that you kind of live in, in slightly... Yeah. You know, in a bubble and that face-to-face I think when you're a bit younger, like say when you're a teenager, when you're in a really difficult stage anyway, because you do just sort of feel a bit nervous about people and about the public impression that you're getting, having a phone and having WhatsApp and having Twitter or Instagram and the thing can be really useful for sort of building up a persona. But it can also be a bit difficult in the sense that it, it stops you like going out into the big world world and actually sort of having to do that difficult stuff. I remember for about for about 10 years between when I was about 12 to 22, I was terrified of using the phone. And I'd always basically like just have a small nervous fit every time I had to call up a temping agency oh, or something. Actually yeah, yeah. Up the phone. yeah. And, and I don't know whether that was just being worried about sort of talking to somebody new or just having to engage in that way. Mm. But if I, if I could have sent an email or a tweet, I'd have been like, yeah, sorted. Yeah, and the difference between having an actual phone call or receiving a phone call, particularly now, elevates things and, and speeds things up, I think. It's kind of quite friendly and intimate if somebody rings you directly now because yeah. it's usually done over text or or whatsapp yeah I much prefer it but when I was a kid I remember because the same thing I think it's almost training you have to push yourself in to do these oh, things definitely. when when we would buy things as kids and if we wanted to change it or there was something wrong my my mom would make us go up and say to the shopkeeper or whatever I, I, I'd really like to, you know, return this. And I remember the fear of having to have that, you know, what felt like a confrontation at the time. And I know friends who still will not return things because they can't bear the awkward conversation. So wow. maybe it's not yeah. the fear of being face to face. It's the fear of all the other things underneath, like rejection or mm. confrontation or anything like that. Because I mean, oh, I love getting together with my friends. Yeah, I think it's just being, I think it's the fear of being exposed and that, you know, you can be, a lot yeah. cleverer and a lot more crafted and a lot more calculated in the way you interact online. And people are, I think people are more afraid of once those barriers are taken away, they're, they're more they're afraid exposed. of, yeah, they're more afraid of being seen as having a not very clever moment or, yeah. or, you know, and I mean, I am, I, I'm terrified. I'm one of these people and I'm not shy at all. But if say there's a group of three or four, even if it's someone I know really well and the two of the others go to the bar or go to the toilet, and it's just one-on-one. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm a bit... It's like <laughs> seeing a policeman and feeling guilty for no reason. I get awkward for yeah. no reason because it's just us two. Uh, I'm exactly <laughs> so the same. Weird. I think yeah. three is the perfect number. Yeah. For a social, like for, you know, intimate social... Well, you know, I not don't that like it when that, when that third person gets up there and goes to the toilet. It's like, yeah. oh my God, what are you doing? A number one or a number two? How long are you going to be? <laughs> Come back, quick. Does this mean I have to be very clever and on point and everything? Have I had to be up to date with all the news that's happening this week? Yeah. That's so strange strange yeah yes. yeah so list of topics yeah <laughs> list conversation of, yeah. god well actually that's very good prep for christmas as well 
that is the one face-to-face gathering that I always find slightly unnerving. Because, like, I love my family dearly, but for some reason that one day of the year turns us all absolutely batshit crazy. Does it do, do you regress into your teenage oh, self? Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah, it's not, I'm really it? trying to... I'm really trying to be mindful of that <laughs> disgusting term. But like that classic thing of when you go home and you count down the days and you're like, yep, I can manage three days before we're all absolutely going to explode. Yeah. And it is that thing that like, I'm a confident, capable person. My, my friends like me, but oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And I'm going to go and storm off to my room. I know. It's it's, and it's really funny when you watch people close to you become that as well, because you don't think you're doing it yourself. It's hard to actually recognise it sometimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to watch TV and periodically have a carb coma that's, yeah that's Christmas. and socks i wear builder socks or bed socks i know they're the least sexy thing in the world but i love them and that's my number one tip for christmas anyone cashmere socks just chuck them at me and then go outside and wrestle your tire to the background and yeah, yeah. all over it yeah got it so speaking of christmas that leads very nicely on to is, you know, we're recording this in time for a Christmas little festive podcast. It's almost Christmas. <gasps> Have you done your shopping? I've done a bit of it. Yeah. I'm ahead this year, ahead of the game. Yeah. yeah. I've done online shopping. I've done personalised stationery for people. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, see... I've probably left it too late now. No, you yeah. haven't. You yeah. haven't. Mm. Okay. There's loads of places and it's like next day delivery or two days. It's good. Wow. Yeah. I'm always so learning. Envious. I'm yeah. so envious of this. Mm. I've just, I just get into a, an absolute blind state where I forget what anybody I'm related to, anybody I love is interested in. And I think this stems from one year on my dad's 40th birthday when his dad got him a ball of twine. A ball of twine. Yeah, well, you know, that can be quite useful. Well, I'm wow. just bearing that in mind that however crap my presents get, who, I'll never get your, that bad. Your dad... Your yeah, his dad gave wow. him a ball of twine. Wow. Just Happy for the, 40th. For, oh, like it wasn't a joke. No, it was deadly serious. Wow. I can't it's think of anything that would be worse A little bit speechless about An that. onion with 5p in it. What? So my sister got it in a stocking before. And we spoke about it recently. And, and my parents said, oh, you know, we had like a little pile of gifts for each person. And then suddenly these bloody stockings were introduced. And now we had to get a whole load of other gear to go in them. And so, so they what? got a bit giddy on Christmas Eve. The onion with a 5p in An it. An onion. I, I mean, I'm guessing my mum was preparing stuffing and my dad saw it. And he stuck a bit of money in it and shoved it in Just the Just thought it would be funny. You know, after a few drinks, it probably was funny, <laughs> less funny when she, you know, opened her sock. <laughs> so this leads on. Do you think it's OK? Is it OK to be one of those people who gives a very a, a, an itemized list of what they want for Christmas? Is it, is it all right to order your Christmas gifts? See, I, OK, I have I think we, we do Secret Santa in our house. I've four sisters. No, three sisters. There's four Get of us it right. all together. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so for a time you know, we were students or we were all, like, we didn't really have much money and so we thought that was a, a nice way to do it. Everyone could get a semi-decent present without breaking the bank. And then, because we were not working, maybe we needed stuff. Hmm. You know, like, you need stuff. You have them on your list that you might not necessarily go out tomorrow and just buy. And so we started to order presents. So we'd say, oh, I really like these boots. Here's the link. Send that on. Or will you get me a hair straightener or whatever it might be. But we've decided this year only <laughs> that we're not allowed to order presents anymore. And so we, because it kind of, like as a grown up, it's a bit soul destroying. And I think it kind mm. of does take a bit away a bit of the magic because you're like, literally, here's totally. your present that you already asked for. What's the point? It just transfer the funds. Yeah, people it just really split, don't it, they? It, it mm. feels more like a, just a cold transaction yeah. rather than a something 
But I guess if you're a very practical person, it's like, yeah, well, I don't want all the tat that I will never use and I don't need. I guess that's that's the counter argument, isn't yeah. it? That some people are like, well, what's the point of, you know, all this endless materialism, all this stuff that I don't need or want. So mm. get me something that I, but I don't know. I just feel I feel a bit I do have people in my life and I can't say too much because then I'll have to fake my own death in time <laughs> of Christmas. But it's, you know, I, I don't like that. The, the list that yeah. comes with that and don't veer from this mm-hmm. and I have had that experience and it's uh, you know I just find it you shocking. need some Christmas yeah. magic in there as well Talky. which is not just like, not just another code name for vast amounts of alcohol yeah <laughs> last year was my first Christmas as a murdered woman with my in-laws and my mother-in-law rendered me absolutely speechless because I unwrapped this present and it was a candle, I was so pathetic, but it was a candle I'd always wanted for myself, but because it was so stratospherically expensive, right. smelt of Christmas and was absolutely beautiful, I was never going to buy it for myself. And I must have mentioned it to her or something in passing about like nine months before, but she is one of those people that just sort of stockpiles and hoards these little memories. But that's amazing. Incredible. That's lovely. That's what I aspire to and I just go to the yeah. other end and it's all crap. Just put it in your notes in your phone. <laughs> yes. I do that. I've got a whole... But then I never buy them. <laughs> I have a whole litany of panic buyers in my family so I get tubes of face wash oh, man. <laughs> which is really really you know it's great when you don't have beauty products sitting yeah. in a pile in a room in here yeah. <laughs> there's a lot yeah. to be said for an Amazon wish list sometimes as well oh now my, see you're going back there I am but it's only you're because so my my brother and his wife uh, live in Singapore and they're moving back this Christmas right and she is so phenomenally organized that they've already been doing their Christmas cards and sorting out their shopping but my brother just wanted to get my husband's present sorted and my husband is incredibly difficult to buy for mm-hmm. because he just he's very ascetic he doesn't own much stuff but if there's something that he really wants he just goes and gets it and I'm like no Harry this has completely defeated the point That's my having a birthday like and a Christmas yeah. and it will also be the reason why he ends up getting a tangerine and I go here I've bought you some health Enjoy. I suppose that's true. I, I want some hints from my husband and I never get them because, and he is annoyingly really good at the creative gift that you would never have thought to buy for yourself and the thing that he's been thinking about and planning for weeks. And oh. I, I am the panic buyer who goes and gets him a shirt from Cos because I can't think of anything yeah. else. Just maybe so. get it like embroidered and then you're done. Yeah, see, I Isn't need Isn't there you. a little station in Topshop? Yeah, you you see, you're on the personalised thing. That's a really good idea. Well, it's kind of yeah. also an easy way of looking, like you know, you've really thought about it. <laughs> but I used to be really good at presents, I th- or at least I thought I was. And then I totally got out of the hang of it. And I'm pushing myself to do it because actually I, I enjoy buying and giving presents more than I actually do which sounds really cheesy and cliche but I I get much more joy I dread opening presents from people especially when they're looking at me because my face doesn't oh lie. yeah that's difficult it's awful yeah. I tend to go the other way and go really hysterically like it's <laughs> like you know it's a million pounds in there do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and my husband's sort of elbow me going just dial it yeah. down dial <laughs> it down <laughs> it's like, no one's buying it you know? <laughs> it's body cream babes <laughs> <laughs> but it was the most amazing body oh, cream ever. I love it to everybody. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, chutney, yeah. you so lovely. I mean, oh, I do no. actually love chutney. I was just going to say, I quite <laughs> like a chutney. I think that means we're getting old when you want condiments for I Christmas. I wouldn't mind socks either. Isn't that tragic? So, I hello, love a good sock. Oh yeah, of course, cashmere body socks. That in M and S they have them, and the White Company too have really nice ones, ribbed ones that oh, they're just delicious. Oh, just just makes they get holes in them quite a bit though. Socks for everybody. I don't Christmas. know what 
I want for Christmas? Socks, babes. I want peace Hollywood. on earth. Yeah. I don't know about you two oh. material bitches. Well, as long as yeah. I get two I pairs of socks too. Yeah, I'll but go with that. But also, Peace on Earth feels just, you know, like a bit of a far cry this Christmas. Oh, no, now. no, no. Let's not end on a downer, Angela. Yeah. Come and on. Just get socks and a, and a pudding and be done with it. Ding dong merrily on high. 20, 2016. <laughs> We're nearly done with you, 2016. I know. Everyone's determined for 2017 to be amazing. <sighs> and you know what? Yeah. No pressure to It will be. Yeah. It will be. Yeah. You know, I once went for a manicure and this really shady guy in the manicurist place uh, told me I should have a baby immediately right I was like okay cool I mean I just want you know a nudie kind of color and uh, he said I was like okay cool why and he said well all of the you know brilliant souls have died basically this year and they'll come back in the next couple of years to save the world and I said okay cool yeah noted and uh, and then he started asking me hmm do you wear a lot of black and I said uh, yeah, I mean I, I like it and he said yeah what what's your life's purpose at this point I was getting a bit pissed off and I was like I don't know how about you tell me because you seem to know everything about me and he said uh, he said hmm your life's purpose is not to die <laughs> I was like isn't that everybody's so, life purpose or yeah. am I massively missing the point or really threatening from a dude that lives yeah, opposite yeah, your house you are ultimately going to fail your life's purpose I then know. I'm sorry yeah. But I think maybe you should have a baby just in case he's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little yeah. Bowie. Yeah, please. Oh, we need Imagine one. the pressure. Yeah. Giving birth to the next Bowie. I could definitely deal with giving birth to the next Terry Wogan. That would yeah. be awesome. Oh, that would be amazing. That would always liven up Christmas. Yeah, My always. God, I have a friend who called her kid image. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kat. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> That's an awful accent. Don't ever Shocking. attempt it again. <laughs> oh, poor Terry. Poor yes, Ireland. I apologise, Ireland. <laughs> like, poor Ireland. This is getting worse. We love Terry and we love Ireland. Yeah. And we love you, Angela. Thanks, babes. And love you too. We're so happy that you came to... Me too. Yes. Hang in the... It's not a pod cupboard anymore. It's a pod... Room? Pod we might have cube? to erect some walls. Yeah. It's, it yeah. feels unnaturally huge in here now. It, it's, a, it's a full room. Mm. But enjoy robot walls, everybody. Oh, Thank yes. You. Can't we, wait. We don't know exactly the transmission date because... No. Angela's publicist Max is just he just couldn't get it together <laughs> just sitting here but it is in Christmas somewhere in somewhere, there somewhere there so, just pile the chocolate yeah. in you know just pull up a can just sit in front of the television 24-7 wait for it and in case because you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it thank you Angela thank you hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.